Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Centers for Disease Control and or any other government agency. Tony, I have a question for you for today's show. Are you interested or are you committed? Actually, I think they're going to have me committed. This is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley from Paladin Financial. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley. Welcome to Paladin Financial Talk, folks. This is Jeff Foley with Paladin Financial, and we appreciate you joining us here for this week's show. Uh, This week, we're going to talk about are you interested or are you committed? And we'll explain that a little bit further here. But before we get into that, I hope everyone is safe, happy, healthy, and uh, we're hopefully towards the end of what we're all going through right now with the coronavirus and isolation and all the madness that uh, surrounds this. So um, again, hope everyone's family is, is safe. And our co-host as usual, Mr. Tony Shore here has joined us and he's uh, remote at his home studio. Hello, Tony. Well, hello, Jeff. Thanks for having me on the show today. It sounds like an interesting one, but you asked if I'm interested or am I committed. Uh, I'm just confused by that question. So (laughs) hopefully you'll explain it to us. But yeah, my family and I are great. I've been keeping busy. How about you, Jeff? I know that uh, you've been working really hard to talk with a lot of your clients over the phone and meet with them virtually as well as our listeners, right? Yes, yes. We've been staying very busy. I've been in the office every day. Um, Our team has been working home, uh, but uh, Ron in our office just started joining us again here in the office this week. So it's nice to have her back in and uh, that makes life a lot simpler. But yeah, we've been busy meeting with folks uh, primarily through Zoom, but a lot of phone conversations and uh, email, obviously, and doing some face-to-face meetings as well. So we're, we're staying busy for sure. Yeah, that's good. So uh, what do you mean by this question? What are we talking about today? Yeah, it occurred to me, you know, I've met with a lot of folks over the years that um, have come to our seminar events or we've met through a variety of different ways. And, you know, in general, I think in life, uh, we're either interested in things, meaning we're kicking the tires, we're thinking about something, but we sometimes just keep thinking about it and not taking action as opposed to being committed and going beyond interest and saying, you know what, this is serious for me, whatever the thing is, uh, this is serious and I'm going to take action and do something about it. And I know it's uh, very easy sometimes with, particularly with something as daunting as planning for one's retirement, you retire only one time, hopefully, and you want to do it right and you want to make sure everything is perfect and lined up, but we, we don't want let don't want to let the perfect be the enemy of the good. So by that, I mean, taking the think out of things sometimes can be a good thing. So if you've thought about getting help with your retirement plan, you've meant to do this and meant to do that, life has a way of getting in our way sometimes. And I want to encourage folks as we talk about in today's show is to take some action. If you know you need to do something 
and fill in some gaps in planning for your retirement in different ways, uh, start taking some steps to do that. And I've talked to a number of folks recently that have taken the mindset, all right, I've put this off, and now with the coronavirus and everything that's going on, that's really caused me to want to take action now. And that's great. I think that's a, that's a good step to take. But there have been other people, probably in the minority, that have said, you know what, now's not the time for me to take action on things because there's all this unknown. And I'm really talking to those folks that are kind of on the fence. They know they need to make some changes and get a plan in place, but they're holding back on doing that. Is we want to start with a decision, uh, move forward, whether times are good or bad, it's always a better situation to have a plan in place. Yeah, it is better to have a plan, obviously, than not have one. And I think it's critical that people understand this. So uh, basically, uh, you don't want to, you know, everything's not going to be perfect. You need to do something. Uh, A lot of people do hesitate. They're like, well, I don't know if that's right or that's right, so I'm going to do nothing. And that's not a good decision, right? Exactly, exactly. So we wanna start with a decision and then break things into steps from there. So if one of your goals in the context of what we're talking about here today is one of your goals is to make sure you have a good plan in place for retirement, let's walk through and break that into some steps. And the first would be to define your goal. So for example, yours might be to we want a safe retirement oh so i thought mine would involve retirement. pizza but okay safe retirement is good as well that sounds yeah good. there was a there's a comma at the end of that yes we <laughs> yeah. want a safe retirement and pizza uh so define your goal and know all right here's what we're trying to accomplish and then from there the next step is to start with a decision and that decision is we're going to establish a written plan to help make sure we have a safe and secure retirement. And one of the key words in there is written. So it's not just in my head that we're gonna plan out the next 20 years of our retirement, it needs to be written down. And that's an important piece of that. So starting with a decision is an important step to to take action. Yeah, and I like the part of writing it down and of course work with a professional um but defining your goals that's that's good we need to have goals and that's huge isn't it it is yep and the purpose of having that written plan is it formalizes it and makes sure that you are committed to the process but it also helps us in times like what we're going through right now that we can go back to that plan and look at it and say, how are we, how are we doing? Do we need to make any changes or do we stay the course? So I had a, a great call two days ago. I had a client of ours uh, give me a call and she, the last time I had met with her, she was planning on retiring in June, uh, at the end of June of this year, 2020. And Um, she called me and said, you know, I'm I'm assuming I need to push back my retirement because of what's happened with the market and wanted to get your thoughts on how how much longer I need to work as a result of it. Sure. So I pulled up her plan and we talked through a few different things and I said, here's the great news. Still stick with your plan because we had already put her in a place where we're not trying to time the market and predict when good and bad things are happening. We're planning her retirement based on her timeline and taking a sensible amount of risk and making sure we have the right pieces in place. So I was able to confidently tell her, 
stay with your retirement date. If you want to work a little bit longer for peace of mind, you certainly can, but we already positioned the pieces in her plan to support her uh, retiring at the end of June. So that made me feel good. I, I, I would like to say I took the rest of the day off, but no, it was a good conversation to have, and, and that's why we do what we do, and we have a good written plan in place. Right. And that is huge, obviously, uh, to have that written plan in place. And I know that when you give people that, it's great uh, because it really lays out where they're at and where they're headed. It helps you see and visualize the goals and how your money can work for you to get there. Uh, I know uh, how great I felt when I saw the plan and went over it. And so uh, I think it's really important for people to have that plan in place and most people don't have a written plan for retirement or for their investment so uh what's next obviously uh, goals and then establish a written plan what's next yeah so goals start with a decision and in that example it's to get a plan in place and the next would be to set a deadline and we're going to break things in steps from here but the first deadline is for that first step so we won't we don't want to try to uh, conquer the, the world in a day, but make, a, make a, a quick decision on what your first step is going to be. So first one might be decide if you want to do this yourself or get some help. And in other words, are you, do you want to handle your retirement plan yourself or hire someone to help you with that? And, um, you know, there are pros and cons to that. So if you go to the do-it-yourselfer route, uh, advantage of that is your costs are lower. You're not paying anyone to, to help you out with those things, but you're the advisor. The keyboard is in front of you. The mouse is in front of you. You go to a Fidelity or a Vanguard or TD Ameritrade or wherever you want to have that relationship, and you're in charge of your destiny. And for some folks, they like that. They enjoy it. They they make it kind of into a hobby that they want to research and and. Uh, get involved with those kind of things. That's great, That's a, that might be the better option for you. For others, they do want help and they want a trusted advisor to make sure they're, they're thinking things through and they're not overlooking any big gaps in their retirement plan. So if you choose, you want help from an advisor, you have some options within that. And in general, in our industry, there are really two camps. You have the independent camp and you have what I would call the captive camp. So the captive camp would be big brand name companies that run a lot of TV ads. We won't name names, but you know that model is those the folks that are, are working within those firms, they're employees of those firms, and they've got to do things the way that firm has laid out. And sometimes they're limited on the options that they have. Uh, for example, if that firm offers their own products and solutions for people that are planning for retirement. Uh, if I was an advisor there, I would have to use those solutions and I'm restricted to that set of tools that they offer. Whereas in the independent world, an independent advisor can choose from a sea of different options in providing solutions for their clients. Sure. Sure. So obviously setting deadlines is huge. Working with a financial professional is big. And if our listeners are, are tuned in right now, they're hearing you talk about this, they may have questions or wonder how they can set up maybe a virtual meeting right now during this time, or at least talk to you on the phone. How do they do that? Yeah, give us a call and we'll talk more about our kind of our process and steps here in a little bit. But give us a call at 877 219 
1-800-242-3199 and schedule a phone call or, or a Zoom meeting with us to uh, explore a little bit further about how we might be able to help you out and get some of your questions answered. Um, you can also check us out on our website is financialpaladin.com and we look forward to chatting with you. All right. So we've talked about defining your goals and start with a decision and deadlines. What's next? So the next step is, let's say, you, so we don't go down 14 paths here. Let's say that you decide you want some someone to help you with this. So you're not going to go the do-it-yourself route. You want an advisor to help you out. So your next step would be to meet and evaluate different advisors. And if you're nearing retirement, you're probably inundated with, uh, you know, ads and invitations and things from uh, local advisors that you could choose through, or maybe you've been to events before and you have a few on your radar. So meet with them, have a conversation, evaluate your options. And some things to think about as you compare different advisors. A big one is, do you trust that person? And the person is key with this. If you, whatever firm that you go with, 95, 98% of the the outcome of your relationship is centered around the individual advisor that you meet with and is developing and implementing and, and watching over your plan. So you want to have someone that you can trust. Secondly, uh, do you feel like they're competent? So do they know information off the top of their head? Are they able to research and get back to you with, with accurate answers? Do you feel good about their knowledge level? The third thing to, to compare is their communication. So when you meet with that person, whether virtually right now through Zoom or whatever method or face-to-face, do they communicate in a way that you're comfortable with and do you understand what they're saying and do you feel comfortable asking them questions? And the fourth thing would be experience. So look at their experience and, and make sure it's relevant to you. Um, and not a different type of person. So for us, we, we work with a variety of different folks, but our primary focus is retirees and pre-retirees. So we have a lot of experience in that area. Yeah. So those are some, some things to think about. Yeah, I think, I think that's huge. That's a lot to think about, but it's so important. I just want to know what a lawnmower has to do with all of that. <laughs> I was, yeah, so I was thinking about this as I, I have tools in my garage, and I've maybe used this analogy to some degree before on our show, but I have tools in my garage that sit there for the most part looking pretty. Um, if my lawnmower breaks, I might be able to figure out how to fix it myself, but that's not where I want to spend my time. Right. So rather than me spending three, four hours on a, a Saturday figuring out where that leak is coming from, I, if I had all the time in the world, I actually do enjoy those kind of things, but I don't have all the time in the world. So I'd rather be spending that time uh, with my family and doing other things. I'm probably going to hire someone to fix my lawnmower, sure. which would would drive my dad, my brother nuts. They're very good with, with fixing things and uh-huh. wouldn't dream of doing that. But <laughs> you, know, you, you got to decide what your lawnmower is. So, you know, is building your retirement plan and picking out investments and generating income and making sure you have enough to last through retirement. If you enjoy using those tools and working on that, 
well, maybe it makes more sense for you to do it yourself. But if that's not your your bailiwick, as my dad would say, look for someone, a trusted professional to help you out. So what's your lawnmower? Our investments and retirement planning, your lawnmower? Uh, I like it because in my notes, I had to ask because you give me some notes on what you want to talk about during the show. And it just says, what's your lawnmower? Question mark. Yeah. I I couldn't let that one go. (laughs) That should be the name of the show. What's your lawnmower? Right. I like it. Yeah, it almost was actually. Yes. I like it. That's a book title. What's your lawnmower? Yep. I, I like it. So, so okay. So we we're defining goals. We're making decisions. We're setting a deadline. Um, you know, we look at if we we're going to do it yourself or get some help. And of course, it's always recommended with all of these decisions and factors that you work with a professional. Uh, what's next? Yeah, well, a couple other things before we move into the next step that I, I forgot to mention. When you evaluate different advisors, look at whether or not they are a fiduciary all of the time. In other words, uh, all the advice that they give you, are they doing so as a fiduciary or are they only doing that part of that time? And by being a fiduciary, that means doing what's in your best interest. So in our industry, there are three different sets of licensure to simplify things. You have insurance agents, you have what are called registered representatives, and you have investment advisors. The first two, generally, they're not fiduciaries when they they work with you. So if you purchase life insurance or an annuity through someone, for example, they're not typically wearing a fiduciary hat. An investment advisor is a fiduciary. So the services, uh, asset management, financial planning, things like that, uh, as an investment advisor, an investment advisor is held to the fiduciary standard. Um, if you work with a certified financial planner, which I, I am one, uh, certified financial planner, regardless of which of those three hats they're wearing, they're a fiduciary in all of the advice that they give the sure. client. So to me, that's important. Um, couple other things to think about. Do you want a face-to-face relationship with someone or are you comfortable with doing that remotely? So there are advisors you might be able to work with. You're here in Minnesota, perhaps, and your advisor is in Kentucky. You never meet them. It's all over the phone. It's over Zoom and things like that. Is that something you're okay with or do you want that face-to-face relationship? Everyone's preferences are different. And the final thing I'd mention there is do your research. I'll give you a couple quick websites. brokercheck.finra, F-I-N-R-A dot org. If you go out to that website, that will show you, you can put in whatever the advisor's name is, research their background, and see if they have any issues you need to be aware of and might prompt some additional questions. Another one is advisorinfo.sec.gov, and advisor is spelt with an S-E-R, so A-D-V-I-S-E-R info dot S-E-C dot gov. That's the Securities and Exchange Commission. Same thing, you can look up an advisor in their background. So moving on, our our next step is choosing your advisor and implementing your plan. So once you've compared advisors and you've found the right fit for you, you want to actually implement that plan and make sure that you follow through on that process. And that's important. Oh, it's hugely important. So uh, I'm glad you went over that. And that's some, uh, those are great resources for us. And if our listeners have questions or, or want to get those uh, web addresses, they can contact you. Um, so what's next on the list? So the final thing think about if you would like our opinion on your retirement plan, I want to give you an outline of our 
five-step retirement planning process and how we might be able to help you out. So the five steps of our process, we're not going to go through a lot of detail on these, but just give you a high-level idea of how we would approach things to help you out in planning for your retirement. The first step is selecting a financial services professional. So we want you to understand, here are your options. I talked briefly about the three options there a moment ago, but how are those people compensated? What are the tools that are used so you understand here's the lay of the land. Uh, the second step is what we call fact and feeling finding. So that's gathering information like your investment statements, your tax return, your income expenses, so we can do a thorough review of what you have in place today and, and then build out a plan for you. The third step is strategy. So that's where we come up with specific recommendations for you based on your situation. So that's your retirement plan. And then if you would like to engage us from there, step four would be solutions and execution. Simply put, implementing your plan. And then step five is an ongoing relationship. So one of the biggest complaints I've heard from new clients that have joined our firm that share with us why they left their previous advisor is that they didn't hear from them that often or they, they weren't staying in touch with them. They, we, we did some things and then the relationship kind of fell apart from there. So what we do for our clients is we schedule regular ongoing reviews um, and that can be quarterly, semi-annual or annual, depending on your situation and preferences. And then we stay in touch throughout, uh, through phone and email, we're available to answer any questions, but we don't want to put a plan in place, do a lot of hard work on both our ends, and then have that drift off into space from there. So those are the, the five steps of our process. Typically, uh, we go through a three meeting process. The first meeting is what we call discovery, where we sit down with each other, get to know each other a little bit and find out, can we help you? Uh, or we, we kind of end the conversation from there if there's anything, nothing we can help you out with. But typically we're moving into the next step, which is strategy. So in that strategy meeting, we've reviewed everything and we provide you with those recommendations, okay? Now, at the end of that strategy meeting, you might decide, you know what, we, we don't need your help, we're in a good spot, or we're gonna go with a different advisory firm or whatever it might be, but we've done our part in providing you with a complimentary second opinion on your retirement plan. The third uh, phase of that would be implementation. So if we are going to work with you and implement your plan, that would be implementation. Ah, yes. So, Implementation. That's what it all comes down to. So uh, before we wrap up today's show, is there anything else you want to add? Yeah, again, we, we offer you a complimentary second opinion on your retirement plan. Give us a call. Take that next step. Give us a call or send us an email and uh, schedule a time for us to have that first meeting, that discovery meeting together. And we can do that through Zoom or over the phone, or we're meeting people face-to-face -face as well, if you would like. Our phone number is 877-219-3199. And you can send us an email at info at financialpaladin, P-A-L-A-D-I-N.com, or visit us, our website is financialpaladin.com. So again, thank you folks very much for, for taking some time to, uh, to listen to this week's show, and we look forward to chatting again here soon. All right, sounds great. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk with our host, Jeff Foley. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. 
don't pay too much for taxes, or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. Jeff Foley and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.